Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, like uh, anything you're going through, you know, seasonal stuff, uh, colds, uh, you know, wind. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that, to bring you into this uh, aural, A-U-R-A-L, I think, uh, safe place uh, to welcome you in. Come on in. You can leave the door open or you can close it. You can come in through the beaded curtains, uh, the velvet curtain. We have it all here. This uh, safe place has uh, multiple entry points, but none of them you really notice uh, either. You can come in through a rectangle, a square, an oval, a circle, any other, you know, what doorway shape do you prefer to come in? We have a hobbit uh, ante room, so you can come in through a hobbit house, uh, look around, have a spice cake or whatever the heck they eat, uh, seed cake, I can't remember, and then come on into the safe place. Uh, I wouldn't mind living in a hobbit house, to be honest, uh, probably because of my apartment. Yeah, uh, but uh, definitely more cozy. Yeah, let's see. So you'd uh, like, oh, safely. So come on in. I think I would like, do you like be, like beaded curtains? We, and even for the season, we have jangle curtains. Uh, we also have silent jangle curtains, jingle curtains. Uh, we have can, 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 candy cane curtains. Uh, that's my new, that's going to be my new uh, holiday styling guide. Uh Oh, no, that's a Hallmark channel. And pitch That's a pitch I have coming up this week. You know, all those home shows are big. And I'm pitching them. Well, it's an imaginary pitch. Uh, it happens, uh, like, uh, in the moments before I don't go to sleep. Uh, and I say, I'm pitching, yeah, I'm pitching a new show. It's uh, home, home makeovers uh, for the holidays. Oh, like those extreme Christmas light shows? Those are great. No, this is called Candy Cane Curtains. It's uh I'm going to cover, I'm going to go to people's houses and put a door, like in a doorway, I'm going to put up a candy cane curtains. Oh, how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to state, you know, those, those mini candy canes that come in that cellophane wrap. I'm just going to staple the like lines of those. Uh, that's the show. Okay. And what else? Well, maybe you'll sing. What Christmas carols do you have the rights to that I could sing on, on, on there? Uh, like usually people can't tell when I'm singing anyway. So would you have to pay the rights if they don't know what, they don't even know what song I'm singing? Uh, I'm the only person that fantasizes about stuff and I still get, you know, they say, I'm sorry. So candy cane curtain. Oh, anyway, if you're new here, welcome to the safe place. I was over describing it. That's a method I use on the show. When I send my voice across the deep, dark night, I try to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. And I realize these dulcet, creaky, dulcet tones aren't for any everybody. Uh, but I'm just here to help. Uh, so, oh, structure. So if you're new, here's the structure show. First, uh, four to six minutes are business. Uh, since it's a sleep podcast, we try to get that out of the way up front. If you're new, maybe you didn't notice that thanks for sticking through it. I realize that, like, uh, not really any other way to conduct a sleep podcast and keep it free with the 600 archived shows. 
critical for regular listeners to support the sponsors or support the show. But if you're new, not that important. And uh, let's see. So that's the first few minutes. Then there's an intro, which we're like uh, four minutes into or so, where I usually get distracted. Use over, what did I call that? Over description? Over involvement. I said, let me describe a safe place. And then I started seeing all these different nice doorways or entry points, whatever I called them. Uh, and then I was thinking, huh, what one would I want to go? Like, then my, I guess my ego can get in the way too. It says, well, what one would we go through? And usually, like the intro, like it kind of sets a mood for the podcast. Some people use it while they're getting ready for bed. Some people fall asleep to it. Some people skip it. The timestamps are in the show notes. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, like, uh, what was I going to say? I got distracted there by, by my own brain. Oh, so the intro, like, uh, just, just a way to, like, uh, it's like something familiar, but I do a new one every episode. So everybody gets, gets in the, you know, gets in the mood to fall asleep or you fall asleep. Also, like, you don't need, like, uh, what's the thing I was trying to say? Um, huh, give me, oh, you don't need to listen. So this is a podcast, you, you like, uh, oh, wait, now I'm mixed up. So that's the structure. I'm talking about the structure of the show. Sorry, I got these like Christmas rabbits. I'm not kidding. I see rabbits running down Christmas hills in my brain. I don't even know what a Christmas hill is. Uh, but so I'm going to, um, so there's an intro. Then there's an episode. Tonight's the tale of the tape where I try to remember uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And then like I'll probably like three quarters of the way through, depending on how bad my memory is, I'll look it up on Wikipedia to try to correct myself. Uh, it won't be an accurate one. It'll be the tape that runs in my brain. And so I'll try to remember that uh, in, you know, the parts I do remember. But it'll be like, uh, you know, fixating on probably stuff. Uh, and mostly trying to remember people's names uh, who were in the roles, which it would, would take me a while. And then I get, let's see, is that the kid from that movie or was he in the other one? What about, uh, like, uh, and they see Beverly D'Angelo. I remember that one, D'Angelo. I didn't remember when I started this intro, though. I said, hmm, I wonder if you'll remember his name. But it hit me, Beverly D'Angelo, just now. So that's what I'll probably call Rand, I'll probably call Randy blank, Randy, whoever, Randy Newman a lot by accident. Uh, so that's not a super big stretch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is Randy new? They both seem like they're very tall, but I'll try to remember Randy's Randy Quaid, uh, Dennison. Uh, uh, is it fabulous Baker boys? Is are they all Quaid's? Uh, is Randy Quaid related to Dennis Quaid? Oh, I think I'm thinking of Bobby. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking, is there a Bobby Quaid? Hey, Bobby Quaid, are you listening? Bobby Quaid. That sounds like a 1970s quarterback. Bobby Quaid threw for 4,000 yards uh, for the Houston Oilers. I think I'm thinking of the Bacon Boys, the fabulous Bacon Brothers. Yeah, Kevin Bacon and Bud Bacon. But it's not Bud, it's Bo Bridges. How did I get Bo Bridges? How did I mix up Bo Bridges and Randy? I think that this is this is how my brain works. This is live. Uh, so I started thinking. Of, so I tried. To, I called Randy Quaid, Randy Newman, because I knew I'd do that by accident. Then I tried to think Randy Quaid's name. As soon as I said that, instead of picturing Dennis Quaid, I pictured Bo Bridges. 
And then I said, isn't Bo Bridges in a band with, uh, and now, just now, as I'm talking, I realize Jeff Bridges is probably Bo Bridges' brother. Not kidding. Uh, let's trace these thoughts back. So then I pictured Bo Bridges in my brain as soon as it, with Randy Newman. Then I pictured Dennis Quaid. Then I pictured the three of them jamming on stage. Uh, but I guess Kevin Bacon was there, but he was still in a dreamlike state. Uh, I mean, he's dreamy. And then I sure remember who saw the Bacon Brothers live. I think it was my my siblings uh, one New Year's Eve. So then I was thinking, oh, wait, Kevin, does Kevin Bacon have a brother? He must. And I said, is it Bo Bacon? And then, I mean, inside I was giggling hysterically because it's just like anytime you feel down, say Bo Bacon. WWBB, what would Bo Bacon say about this? Uh, probably say, let me get, let me call Kevin and let's jam it out. Uh, we'll get Randy Quaid and Randy Newman on the horn. Uh, but yeah, so then it was like a Bo Bridges and I didn't even think of Jeff Bridges. That took me a while. I wonder if all of the, like, uh, I don't know. That's a lot of siblings, though. But Randy Quaid, yeah, maybe he's related to Dennis Quaid. I can't confirm that or, like, uh, for sure. And I don't know if they have a band with them. But, okay, so I'm going to try. Okay, so I'm going to try to remember uh, Natural Lampoon's vacation. And then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So I get distracted. So here's the thing you don't need to listen to me. I think that's here. I think I made two things clear. You don't really need to listen to me. I'm here to help. I, I don't know if I made that clear. But I bet you you weren't thinking about whatever was keeping you awake while I was trying to think of uh, a Bo Bacon. You know, and I think that may, may, may not have made you laugh, uh, but it said, well, uh, give me a sad Bo That sounds like uh, something somebody would say to the things that were said in a uh, bed and bread. Well, I'll take that with a side of Bo Bacon, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, so they, those are people that it came up in my brain. So you don't need to listen to me. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. Uh, cause I know there's listeners that can't fall asleep or don't fall asleep or that listen while they're sewing or coding or painting or trying to unwind or relax. Like, uh, something's, uh, spur- spurted up in the moment and they say, okay, I need to take a few minutes here. I'm here to help. Uh. Because I've been there in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning. Last night, uh, oof, we could not sleep. Uh, it was just uh, one of those, another baffling. I read until I, my eye, I could barely keep my eyes open, closed my book, turned out the lights, and uh, then it was on, on and on until almost the break dawn. So I've been there, and I want to help. I want to help take your mind off of stuff, uh, whatever it is, and be your companion while you drift off into dreamland. And I hope I can. Now, this podcast does not work for everybody. And, uh, like, give it a few tries. And I can I can feel the resistance because I get, a, like, usually, like, an email a day uh, from somebody the podcast may not have worked for. My personality may not have meshed with yours. Uh, and I would say it's cool. Uh there's a lot of other stuff out there. Try or give the show a few tries or look on iTunes. There's thousands of reviews. Almost every single one of them says I was skeptical. And then I gave it a few tries and it helped. Uh, or maybe your gut's right. This podcast won't help you. And I'm sorry. Uh, but I listened to uh, 
Uh, there's like a, I've tried binaural beats. I tried Rain, Pink Noise, uh, LibriVox, audiobooks, big read, you know, big read style audiobooks. Uh, so I hope one of those will help. Uh, but either way, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard on the show uh, because I really uh, yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. You have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, uh, physical stuff, uh, feeling stuff. Whether it's on the external or the internal or the, you know, whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind out and I'm going to make this nice, uh, soothing, uh, you know, like, uh, what did I say? I was going to, I was making the uh, perpetual uh, smoothing of the safe place motion. Yeah, but I'm glad you're here. I'd like to help you. I can't help everybody, unfortunately, but I'll try to help you. Thanks for coming by. Uh, you're welcome here. I'm glad you're here. And, uh, like, uh, so it's a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, layered meanderwear. Uh, so it's both innerwear and outerwear in middleware. You know, what never gets any friggin' promotion is that middleware. Hey, marketing group gurus, uh, or group, group, groupus, uh, or guru, uh, marketing gurus. What the heck? Uh, like, you go to a store, even online, they say, okay, do you want innerwear or outerwear? And they say, okay, what, like, what's the difference between innerwear and underwear? I could actually use some innerwear, like some, well, maybe not, like something, you know, some emotional, some clothing for my emotions. And they say, you mean clothing to express your, your emotional state? No, 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 I'd like to cloak my, you know, I'd like some cloaks, yeah. It definitely could you let me let me get into this. Let me get let's come back to this uh, for the new listeners because uh, I go off topic. Uh, they get mixed up. I go go around in circles. Sometimes it's a figure eights. Uh, well, sometimes numbers other than figure eights. I mean, I couldn't skate a figure a figure uh, like uh, not even a figure eight if I needed to. Uh, but if you're new here, you're welcome. Like I said, I'm going to try to put you to sleep or take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. Here's a couple of things about the show. Structurally, uh, yeah, the show starts off with about six minutes of business. we got to do it up front because uh, it's a sleep podcast. And uh, that stuff is critical for if you're a regular listener to keep the show free. If you're a new listener, not a big deal. And uh, then uh, there's an intro, which I just started, and that's about 12 minutes of uh, rambling and uh, explaining what the podcast is. Uh, but it's more in a bedtime story sense. Uh, like, it's a very popular feature I've learned among the listeners as I've polled them. Uh, like, I, well, I didn't even have to say a poll. I said, well, I'm thinking about just shorten the intros. And there was a pretty overwhelming response to say, hey, keep the intros the way they are. So for now, I think the intros will stay somewhere between 9 to 11 to 12 to 14 to 16 to 8 to, to uh, 10 minutes uh, as they've been. But the intro is kind of where I can explain what the podcast is, but I never do that in an adept way. 
And then I get distracted about, like, well, this layered clothing thing that I'm going to get distracted about in a minute. Uh, so it's kind of like a bedtime story before a bedtime story. It's like, a, I guess it's not an IRL bedtime story. It's just me being me. And I just had, you know, and I, and I try to tone it down a little bit and use these long, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, but it's where you get introduced to your boyfriend or the boring method that I, you know, you can skip over it, though. It's in the show notes, the timestamp or the estimated one. So, that okay, so that's uh, the intro. So there's business intro, then there's a story, and tonight it'll be like a holiday-themed story to get you ready for the season or to put you at ease in the season. Yeah, easing, uh, scooters, the easing of the season. Okay, put that on a shirt and see if anybody understands it. Easing, uh, I'm doing the easing of the seat for the seat in the season, you know, because I'm uh, pleasing, easing and pleasing. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, yeah, easing and pleasing for the season. That's what I do. I'm the easing in the something for the season the easing i thought i was going to talk about me let me be tell, tell everybody who knew about the podcast before i, I guess i got distracted by that too easing the, the easing the sneezing for the season that's my new uh homeopathic remedy where i would just bore people out of sneezing that didn't work it was an experiment but uh okay so uh, like, so, okay, so there's an intro, then there's the sh- main show, then there's some thank yous at the end. Also, if you're new, you don't need to listen. This is a podcast you kind of listen to, background noise, or you can listen to it, uh, but you don't have to pay attention. You could, you know, tune it in and then tune it out or, you know, get kind of say, well, I don't know, you, you know what I mean. I mean, come on, we, we all, uh, there's t- multitasking doesn't work. We've learned that. And uh, like, uh, so this is kind of like background noise, like when the, uh, like TV's on and you say you're doing something else and they say, when the heck were they talking about? Uh, you say, I don't, I don't get what's going on here. And say, oh, okay, like, uh, but this one, you don't need to. So this one, you can tune it out and you could come back and you say, I don't know what Scoots is talking about. Hardy, har, har, you know, never did. Why start today? So th- then you say, okay, he's just going to keep rambling. He's my boyfriend. He's here. Uh, so you don't have to listen, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. I'll be giving it my all to keep you company because I do know there's people out there listening uh, to the very end uh, for company in the deep dark night. And I'm here to keep you company. I'm your 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 board companion. Uh, but ideally, I can walk at your side rambling or sit at your side or, you know, sit in a nearby rocking chair and uh, just take your mind off stuff while you drift off to sleep. That's the goal of the show. You know, I'm easing, uh, putting the season, uh, putting the reason, and the reason he's he's easing the season. So we have the right words. I just don't know. That'll be my next 2018 holiday season uh, T-shirt. uh, he's the reason I'm easing this season. That's close. Uh, Scoots, Scoots is easing, puts the reason in my season. So we could have multiple ones. So that'd be 2019, maybe. Uh, you could, 2020 will be, uh, the season's easing due to Scoots' lack of reason. Bringing the reason by easing my season. 
uh, something like that. So I'm here to ease in your season with my lack of reason. Like, like, so I guess that's the truth. Uh, and I was going to talk about meander where the podcast kind of is like that. It's layers. You know, I talk about stuff. Uh, I put a little story in there. I try to use the lulling, soothing tones, uh, friendly atmosphere, uh, relatability. Cause I've been there sleepless. That's really why I make this show is cause I want you to be able to fall asleep because I think you deserve it. And I know, that a lot of times it can stink or suck or, you know, be the opposite of easing uh, or reason. It'd be like, uh, like just a bit, whatever, something that rhymes with that that has to do with like it, but that's not too much for a sleep podcast. Be more like a nonsense word, like beezing or free, freezing, like, uh, like you where you say, man, uh, I don't know. I'd like to help you fall asleep because I've been there. That's, I guess, the simplest way. And I think you deserve a good night's sleep because it's just whether you're waking up in the middle of the night or you're having trouble getting off to dreamland or somebody else woke you up, uh, I'm sorry. And I, I'm going to try to help. Uh, but I am distracted by the idea. So outerwear would be your last layer of clothing. You'd wear it on the outer of your wear. And I think I've probably talked about this before. Then you have inner wear. Like I would, if I would consider innerwear stuff you wear, or, you know, like emotionally, you say, well, that's, that goes right around my, uh, well, yeah, I got my whole lymph system. Is that the one that caught, or, or is, which is the one that control humors, humors? Is that what, like, uh, that's why I'm always grouchy, whatever it is, I'm going to cloak that up in some, uh, you know, some microfiber or something. You know, hand knitted microfiber, you know, no nano though. I don't need, I don't need any nano things in there. Just, uh, but some of that soft stuff, uh, but also cozy. So, yeah, you have your innerwear, then you have your underwear, which doesn't make any sense. You know, innerwear and underwear, that doesn't make any sense to, to me. Oh, let me say that to me, but not a lot does. I think I, what did I say? Middleware? What did I say? What was I pitching earlier? Uh, yeah, middleware, like uh, regular, like, uh, did I say that middleware? That, I guess that I can see why the marketers don't use that term. I might have pitched that at the beginning of the podcast. I had a solution uh, for sleep marketers, but it turns out I don't because they said, oh, yeah, middleware, you know, regular wear, middleware, the, the clothes you wear between your, like, and getting to say, well, which one is it, underwear or innerwear? I guess you'd say underwear. But, but like, because uh, you're wearing it under your wear and outerwear and then middleware, because you're supposed to layer some. La- what if we just call it layer wear? You'd say, which layer is it? would say the one that's layered, because uh, just like the other ones, that's like the meat. Like, okay, see if, uh, let me see. You know, I always make it, can I get a hold of Helen Z in my brain, but I can't. Like, are they misusing the words anyway? So it's outerwear. So layer wear would mean the same. You say, well, where is it? That's on the outer, so it's our outerwear. Layer wear is on. It's a lay. It's a wear that's layered. So that's correct. It's correct usage of the term in marketing speak. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess we'd have to do like whatever they do around a field table. They say, how do you feel when I say layer wear? They'd say, I feel like it's. How about nonsense wear? Would you wear something d- d- nonsensical? No. How do you feel about, uh, what if you had innerwear that, uh, 
Like, what if we sold you a virtual product that we told you cloaked your inner motions uh, in microfiber? I, I think I would buy that. Who's who's speaking? Could, could you, let me give you my credit card number. Oh, this is just a thought exercise within my own brain. Okay, um, forget it then. Well, I guess that topic like didn't go anywhere because this I guess uh, layer wear. Uh, regular, what about regular wear? I guess no one wants to wear stuff that's regular. You just say, well, it's regular wear. Um, just trying to see if there's anything I have. Maybe I should go back to easing the reason and putting the reason in the easy, putting reason via easing in the season. Sleep with me podcast. The podcast that puts the easing in your season without reason. Uh, sleep with me. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. And in all honesty, I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations or emotions, uh, you know, feelings, I guess. uh, You know, inside noises, outside noises, changes. Whatever it is, I'd like to help. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, I'm going to use so many tangents, uh, like I, I've named multiple pets a tangent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, like I'll even go on tangents to change pets' names. I'll be like, hey, you know what? Uh, like, anyway, sometimes my tangents don't even make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but really what I'm here to do is to help you, uh, because I've been there tossing and turning, uh, friggin' like with the temperature changes and the heat, you know, he, they get the heat on, you got people in town, you got people out of town, you got like sweaters, uh, whatever it is, uh, I know how it feels and I really do believe you deserve a good night's sleep, a restful one where you could just, uh ease into it and 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 feel good now the only way i know how to do that this this is the this is why the podcast doesn't work for everybody is to be welcoming to try to create a safe welcoming place so i'm glad you're here and i appreciate you trying this show and i hope i can help you and you're welcome i mean like i mean you're welcome in not like when your grandma you know when your grandmother says that you're welcome that means you didn't say thank you no no this is like uh Hey, come on in, buddy. You're welcome here. Uh, this is, you know, this is a treehouse uh, that's both intimate and has endless uh, space for everyone. So that's a point one. If you're new, structurally, what to expect, I will make you feel, this is my first attempt to make you feel comfortable, is uh, a structure show. First uh, four to six minutes are business. Uh, that's how we keep a, a sleep podcast free with over 600 uh, archived episodes. If you're new, thanks for sticking through that. If you're a regular listener and you want to keep those archives, uh, support the show uh, through the sponsors of Patreon. 
uh, but not super important if you're new. Then we have an intro. The intros are about 12 minutes of me rambling and attempting to explain the show or think about something related to sleep and then like to prove my, my like adeptness at being inept. I think I've said that before. I don't know if I have, but I am adept at being inept. Uh, every little step, I, with every step, uh, and with every step of the intro, I'll kind of prove that. But it'll be a friendly inept, inept, ineptness uh, because I'm not carrying anything breakable. Uh, like I'm trying to pillow you softly with my words, as I like to joke about uh so that's the intro. Then tonight we'll have the conclusion of our uh, uh, melorama, like a holiday soap opera, uh, Sands of the Drama, uh, called uh, As the North Pole Turns. You can listen to them in any order, but this is the last one. You could listen to it last, but you might fall asleep. You could have listened to it last night. And, uh, you know, last Christmas you might have been saying... Uh, you know, the very next day you could give it away because this podcast is free anyway. Uh, so we'll have about 45 minutes of story, bedtime story. Then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So the show's about an hour. Even though it's a podcast, you don't really got to listen to it. Even though I put a lot of work in the show, it's so you don't have to listen. Uh, you could just kick back, uh, barely pay attention, barely tune into it. Uh, kind of just like uh, like you don't have to focus. And you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Now, I know there's like a lot of pressure to get good sleep internally and externally. And this is a loaded word, or I guess it's a set of words. But, you know, there's a lot of know-it-alls out there telling you how you should be sleeping and stuff like that. And that doesn't make it any easier. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, this show, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. It's an hour. I'll be here rambling, working my tail off, uh, <laughs> you know, work, working my adeptness and ineptness uh, the whole time to keep you company while you fall asleep at any time. And if you're one of those listeners uh, that, that either needs to listen to the day during the day to calm down or you're not going to fall asleep, I'll be here. I'm here to help you all the way to the end. I believe in this mission of being your companion in the deep, dark night. And I think those of you that are either just trying this for the first time or those of you uh, supporting me and standing with me that believe in the mission, too, and, and actively uh, uh, help that, and those of you that actively need the show to help you. And I was thinking about courage the other day because so many listeners show me so many different kinds of courage. And there's so many inspiring people out there. And as I record this, I'm trying to find some courage because I got not not major courage. I mean, when I hear from listeners, they're telling me stories of major courage. And sometimes just getting through one of those deep, dark nights takes a lot of courage. And I'm going to this podcasting conference. By the time you hear this, it'll be over. And I'm feeling uh, not super nervous, which probably isn't a good sign because then usually when the anxiety hits me like uh, an hour before the conference starts, I'm feeling comfortable. And maybe a lot of you can relate to that. That makes me a little more less comfortable. But I know when I'm there, I'm going to need some courage. And I know that a lot of you have shown me the example of how to be courageous when your mind's like trying to discover stuff. When it's a positive situation, you're worried. But I was also thinking about who inspires me by their courage. And sometimes these simple acts of childlike courage, uh, 
like, I just want to share something with you because it's kind of like someone I admire for their courage uh, when I was little that I haven't talked about on the show, these stories, and they're short. Uh, but my, my my brother that's closest in age to me, two years younger than me, or a, a year and uh, 11 months is Carl, is his name. And sometimes he listens to podcasts, and his wife, Julie, sometimes listens. So hello to both of them if they're listening. And Carl, like, since we were closest in age, we spent a lot of time together. We are friends. I don't know if I was always the best brother, but we had some good times. And he was always, like, a very courageous person. And I can think of two memories uh of simple courage, uh, and I never knew how he summoned it. I, I should probably call him and ask him. But there was one time my family went for the first time to a theme park, like a Six Flags-style uh, theme park, uh, Darien Lake, for those of you in the uh, uh, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse region. And they had one of these roller coasters. Uh, like At the time, it was in, like one of these new ones, uh, and I won't say the name of it or anything, but it was like, uh, I was, old, I was tall enough to go on it, but I wasn't brave enough. And my dad and wanted to go on it. And I think only Carl and I were tall enough to go on it. We were still, we were just barely tall enough. Uh, and I said, I just can't do it. It's like, I'm, and Carl's, my dad said, well, like it's, you know, he tried to explain reasonably that it's a safe thing, but it's okay to be nervous. And Carl, like, at first was hesitant, uh, but then he found some courage. He said, I'll do it. Uh, and then by him doing it with my dad and showing me, even though he's my younger brother, uh, that it was fine and that it was achievable, like, it gave me the courage to do it the next time with them. And then something else happened, uh, like, around the same age, maybe we were even younger, where my dad was volunteering at, at a fundraiser. Uh, let's see how I explain this in a sleep podcast, uh, where, uh, like it's a performance thing, like a Halloween performance, uh, like an immersive Halloween performance room. And my dad was the volunteer and he was just selling tickets. Uh, and my brother and I were there and we got to meet all the performers, uh, you know, in the fully immersive, uh, uh, house of performance in like where Casper lives. And they were saying, hey, come on through and see our performance. And I was like, no way, like, no chance, uh, not going to happen. And at first, even Carl was like that. And then we kind of found, like, our, we, we like, were able to have cognitive dissonance and say, well, we're not going to do it together. But then he summoned some courage and he said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and see this performance. Uh, and I said, yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, you know, I'm still uh, where I am. And he went and did it, and uh, I don't know if I ever talked to him about this, how much I admire him for these two things. And then I was able to do it with him, and then we kept doing it over and over again, viewing these performances, uh, because our dad was selling tickets, and he had nothing to do anyway. And both turned out to be really fun, which I'm sure is what I'm going to find with PodCon. Really, like, uh, the tiny, tiny bit of me that's a little kid and is excited, uh, and I'm sure that's going to be like, it's going to be a wonderful experience. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, those tiny things where you just say, Hey, like, uh, and, and I know what it feels like not to have that, I guess is another point. Uh, it, it mostly felt good. I said, wow, my brother did that. I can try it now. You know, but there was that critical voice in me that said, well, you know, what, you know, what's up with that or whatever. But sometimes we need to celebrate uh, the ones that walk in front of us, I guess, uh, or did. 
uh, in these small ways. Because uh, maybe it could be just someone you see that's uh, just doing that act of kindness uh, that it feels a little bit like you're like, oh, well, I don't, I'm not ready to stretch that far. Uh, to, 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 but when you see someone do that, uh, even to celebrate it internally and say, wow, like, uh, that meant something to me and that imprinted something on me. And, uh, that was an example of uh, courage. And I guess one of the reasons I share that is because it takes great courage uh, to be a new listener to this show. And that might sound like a joke. It's not, uh, why would you listen to some like dudes telling you bedtime stories, right? If you're skeptical, that makes sense. Now I can tell you why, because I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to help you, but I can see why you'd be like, well, why would I do that? Why would I try that out? Uh, I'll tell you why you have some courage, uh, and you're in search of a solution and you're willing to try stuff and you're just open-minded enough, uh, to take that step. And for our long-term listeners, uh, or our, you know, people that have listened to the show, they're, they're, they take the courage to share with me or to support the show so it can keep going or to spread the word to people about, about the podcast. Uh, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate you if you're new, and I really appreciate all you that have been there, some of you since day one. And, uh, you know, some people even say stuff that, like, uh, maybe I'm not going to like uh I mean, usually those are a lot of those with this podcast are like they're in and out, but, uh, you know, constructive stuff. Uh, and uh, that's been folded into the show too. So thank you for your courage. Uh, whether it's your first time listening, it, it does take a few tries to get used to the show because uh, it's not exactly normal. And I think this is going to be the last show, uh, uh, before for the holidays. And then, uh, uh, after the new year, we'll get started back up. Maybe there'll be one episode out out there, but, uh, yeah, I want to thank you for, uh, your support this year, your kindness, uh, and your examples of courage. Uh, thanks so much. And I really hope I really work hard, uh, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. But good, good night. Uh, hey, you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome to sleep with me the podcast that puts you to sleep we do is a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do my best uh to do the rest uh i'm going to turn out the lights press play i'm going to do the rest uh all you need to do uh, or all you could choose to do is you know any of these is get in bed turn out the lights and press play wait did i say that then i'm going to do i tried to get witty in there well, first I got mixed up. I tried to cover up. You need to get better. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, you do it with a bedtime story. I'm get caught in my own circular logic here. Like, holy cow. But sleep with me. Bedtime story. Put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. I'm seriously caught in a, uh, like a, like a, a, a thought whirlpool. Which is one of the things. So what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, as I extricate myself from this, uh, which will be a future metaphor. And the safe place is, one, I hope you feel welcome. And, in, in, like, it, it feels like uh, it feels like you've been invited, but you don't need an invitation. I don't know, like, uh, if you know what that feels like. Sometimes, you know, I, I imagine what it's like. Uh, 
And I've experienced it recently from a lot of other podcasters. They say, hey, come on over, have a seat. Let's uh, chit-chat. This is a safe place. That's kind of what it means. It's like, it's kind of like a... like a like a like a skepticism bomb where you say well i don't know if this like is this uh like because i'm i find myself highly skeptical in most situations uh you know like uh, when i'm looking at skeptics like this is what i say this is a joke but or this is the making say a skeptics convention eh hmm not really sure about that one what do they do at a skeptics convention yeah, and that's, you know, that's like, uh, I'd be skeptical about that. Uh, but if they said, come, you know, come if you like, a skeptics convention, come if you like, uh, it'd say, huh, well, that sounds like a low pressure. And then maybe later they said, you know, see if you like, come by, come in, like, and then later they rephrased it, like, see, you know, just check it out, no pressure, see if, see if you, you know, see if you like our brand of skepticism. I think if they shortened it, uh, have I done, I think, I feel like I've done a whole episode, or maybe it was a, t- no, I guess it was a TV show. I'm seeing a scene in my mind at a, that takes place at a skeptic uh, step, skeptics convention. I can see it very, like, well, I can see it very clearly. As clearly as I'm going to see it. Anyway, let me get to the new listeners, and we'll come back to this uh Nonsense. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and you know related sleep issues like relate like that I've been there and I care and I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, like uh, so, it's a lot of nonsense uh, to help you fall asleep. And if you're new, I guess what I was trying to say is if you're skeptical, I mean, clearly you've, you've been listening for a few minutes. So you say, well, what is this dude to talking about uh, this chap? Uh, you could maybe are using other words. They say, well, I'm just kind of talking friendly banter uh, to keep you company, uh, to take your mind off of the reason I use this friendly banter, you know, that I like uh, spend hours crafting it. Uh, it like, is that uh you say, well, geez, well, let, let me think about that skeptics convention. I can see a scene like that too in my, and I say, okay, well, let me get, let me see, yeah. And it takes your mind off of, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's, you know, something physical, you know, feelings, w- whatever it is, changes, uh, routines. I'm here uh, to help with that. But, uh, what was I going to say? I get mixed up too. Uh, but like, I'm not so interesting or, you know, I don't really have anything. You see, well, I got the like Lego jo- joke kit, uh, for Christmas, but it was like, uh, from, uh, you know, an eBay seller. So it just came with a bag of Legos. They said, construct your own jokes and, you know, impress your friends with humor. I used to buy as a kid, like magic kits, uh, at like garage sales and, uh, in flea markets, and those never came with either all the parts or all the magic. Uh, so I would never, I, I never became a master of illusion or of like what the flourish is supposed to hide. I only learned the flourishing and, and like uh, setting up a magic show, doing the magic pitch, come one, come all, to little Andy's magic show. We're starting, you know, go ahead, get comfortable. And then I would do the setups and stuff uh, and the flourishes. But I was, you know, I was the magician without any illusions. Uh, 
Again, that would probably be a subtitle for a future book. I'm not sure which one. How about that one? Maybe I could do some ghostwriting for, like, Copperfield or Magic Without Illusion. Uh, that does sound like somebody's autobiography, right? Uh, uh, maybe someone that became a philosopher after, like, are Zen, you know, are, are Zen masters really a thing, or is that just something people sell? Like, uh, you know, how... Uh, blankety blank. What about Chris Angel? Anybody know what Chris Angel's up to? Could we get Chris Angel? How did I end up talking about Chris Angel? But uh, if we could get Chris Angel into some sort of uh, a guru-like thing, I mean, we could say, you know, it doesn't have, you don't have to be a Zen master. That would just help with uh, the book that I'm working on. They may not sell any copies. And I'm sure you get paid millions of dollars to do your tricks, uh, whatever illusions from the back of a motorcycle. Uh, but this is just an idea, whatever it was, the ma- magician without illusion. Uh, anyway, let me get back to this. So if you're listening, you don't really need to listen to this podcast. If you're new, that's the first thing that you probably figured out on your own. You can listen. I'm here. It's somewhere between inane chatter, uh, ambient noise and a, a friend that you kind of like chuckle at. You don't laugh at them or with them. You chuckle. You say, okay, what are you, ta- you talking about? Chris, are you going off about Chris Angel again? Well, no, no, this is a real thing. I say, well, come on, let's, uh, let's get your third act going, Chris. Uh, uh, like, uh, you know, or your fourth, whatever one you're on. You know, we could, I think like, no offense, Chris, I think David Blaine might be too big for this. Uh, but you, you know, like, like he's like he, you're my first call, so I guess I'd have to pitch that another way. I did, you know, I like my pitch kit didn't come with uh, instructions, Chris. Sorry about that. I, I was supposed to say, you know, I prefer you over David Blaine, but that's who my second call is. But I thought you'd be, you know, better suited for for uh, these big plans. Uh, how do you feel about living on a mountain in a mountaintop retreat for about ten years, Chris? Uh, no, no, very Spartan. No, 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 not like a Spartan race. Like very, like you'd be sleeping on a cot. Uh, no, there won't be any motorcycles at this mountaintop retreat. Uh, it'll be gruel, uh, and uh, you like it. And yeah, like a exploration of the heart and the mind and the body and all of those things. Uh, okay, Chris Angel hung up on me, and the call was all being conducted. Uh, from within my neurons, and I still get a disconnect. Uh, anyway, if you're new, you don't need to listen to me. I'm here to help you fall asleep, to take your mind off of stuff, to keep you company. But there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm here as your boar friend, your boar bay, your companion in the deep, dark night, uh, to be at your side, uh, to keep you company while you drift off at your leisure. Tonight, we'll be talking about Doctor Who. Uh, series one, season one, whatever you call it, uh, uh, episode one, uh, where we meet Rose, uh, and we'll be covering that in a recap that'll have, uh, like it, you say, if you're a big Doctor Who fan, you could sleep right through it. Could you say, did Scoots watch that episode? And and if you're not a Doctor Who fan, you say, what it, like, uh, Andrew McCartney was in, uh, uh, like, uh, the first uh, Dr. Who scoots, uh, so like that's a little teaser for what we'll be talking about. Uh, 
in mannequins. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? So you don't really need to listen to me. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, so just you drift off. Hopefully I'll be at your side as you float into the arms of Morpheus. Or, Chris, you know, how about this? Chris Angel. What about changing? I know Chris Angel's your brand. Uh, but if you ever get tired of being Chris Angel the brand, and you, you know, if you're looking for someone to relate with Chris Angel the person, well, first off, do you have another name? Like, because that would be good. We relate, like, if your name's like, uh, you know, Sammy uh, something, I'd say, you know, you, we could just keep it with Chris Angel the brand. But what if you become Morpheus? Uh, and we get, you know, we get another gig at another resort. And also we work on this guru plan. Uh, you know, otherwise I'll be doing my relating with David Blaine or any of these other magicians that are on my list. Uh, also, I pestered Phoebe Judge for uh, some magic tricks. Uh, and uh, uh, like, uh, like, uh, so like, you know, who knows, uh, Chris uh, or whoever, you know, Morpheus. But anyway, if you're new, those are the two things. You don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Usually I talk about the structure of the show, but that's to tell you that the intro is going to be about 12 minutes of me rambling and trying to create a metaphor for the podcast. But I think I did that. Uh, I think I almost had two other metaphors, like mental whirlpool and something else. But then when, once Chris Angel's people call... They say, please hold for Chris Angel. And I say, right away, you know, right, the brand or the per, the human being? Because uh, really I'm interested in just connecting with the human being, Chris Angel. Uh, the pure potentiality, the pure universal potentiality, actually, if you can get that, but you can't talk to that on a phone. Actually, was Chris listening to that? Because that's probably the best, uh, like, that's the best sales pitch I could have done anyway. Uh, but here's the thing. This podcast is different. It's a little bit goofy, a little bit silly. Not for everybody. Most people that listen, uh, they become regular listeners. They say it took two or three or 11 tries for me to get the idea uh, that there's, you know, that there's kind of like to, to get it by not, you get this podcast by not getting it. You know, this is kind of shoulder, 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 can't even pronounce a shoulder shrugging pot. You say, hmm. What's that Sleep With Me podcast about? And then you just chuckle and you shrug your shoulders. Uh, and they say, wow, you look great. Uh, you look, Chris, you look you look like uh, the son of Chris Angel. You look so good. I don't know who, who's talking about your third act. You look like you just kicked your first act off. Hold, hold on, audience. Was Chris listening into that? Uh, Chris, was Chris Angel, did Chris Angel hear that? Uh, I was just doing a little pandering. Okay, no. Uh, okay. Uh, you can't get to, I can't sit. My brain, once again, my brain started buffering right when I didn't need it to. So if you're new, uh, welcome. This is kind of a demonstration of what this podcast is. After this, uh, we'll talk about Doctor Who in a roundabout way about that episode and uh, really point out, point out some of the pleasurable things uh, that were in that uh and likability and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll cover some words and, and things like that. Uh, but what can I say? But I'm glad you're here. And I really work hard, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.